0: This is Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Credit like fist. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out episode number 457. I am one of your hosts Brandon. You could follow me on Twitter at bttg161. Also joined by Dave. You could follow him on Twitter at underscore MO. Chris again is not here with us, but you could check us out on the Wednesday Night Wars and you could check him out on Twitter at chrissweendog collectively. You could check us out on Twitter at marking out. Uh buy, a t- buy a t-shirt ProWrestlingTees.com teas.com slash marking youtube.com slash marking eleven gmail uh, you could email us if you uh you know want to hire us for a bar mitzvah or something marking out one at gmail.com check us out on instagram instagram.com slash marking eleven facebook.com slash marking out uh, that's about all the plugs Dave how are you doing? I'm doing uh very very good, you know. How about yourself? I'm doing awesome as always.
1: Yeah, how was your week?
0: It was uh it was good. Didn't uh didn't really do much. I uh I made roasted root vegetables. If that counts as doing something, yeah, why not? I uh, I tossed some carrots, some parsnips, onions, and potatoes with some uh, chopped dill and other spices, and roasted them. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Still have them. And then yesterday I uh I grilled burgers which it's like it's frigid, right? You would say? Maybe. Yeah, it's cold. It's was really cold out, but I I think I'm going all in on this uh
1: grilling in cold weather thing. Oh, uh, well, I hope you don't get sick and uh, get pneumonia.
0: I I don't think is that how it works. I don't think so.
1: Uh, you can get pneumonia from being uh-huh. from being cold? No, but from like, you know, being sedentary. You yeah, know. I don't
0: know. I just, I think it's, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, it's enjoyable to, it's like, I don't know. It's cool. People go into those blast freeze chamber
1: things. Yeah. I think Chris the thing does do that, now. doesn't he? I think he did it once. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So how about your week? That, that was basically it. Sweetness. And I became an uncle this week. Yeah. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. I know uh you now you named the baby, correct, I mean, not really, but but you named it after yeah, your not, favorite... Not, not really after your famous uh favorite w w e no, I, no that's
0: fine that's no we didn't uh, that's not necessary,
1: oh, I guess just no, no, we're not gonna go there all right, <laughs> but your week I mean, how was your week <laughs> you um, became
0: a fourth cousin.
1: I did, I did. Um, I'm glad that my podcasting played a factor in naming the baby. Yeah. Um, Yeah, everything is uh, going good. Everything's going good this week. But let's get into it and talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which, right
0: off the bat, set the tone for the evening. Triple H pulls up with a barrage
1: of limos. Ooh, a barrage! That was a good word, right? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> the cool thing is, you you kind of had a feeling that it was NXT related, but it's WWE, so you can never be too sure. Well, who else would you have thought it would be? Honestly, I I mean, I figured that it was NXT.
0: Also, In I part... didn't. Mean they weren't limos; they were uh, Escalades or whatever.
1: Yeah, but even still, because it's WWE, it could always be something to throw you off. So it could have been. My Vince.
0: God, what is what is Road Dog doing here?
1: Yeah, it could have been the the Prince of Saudi Arabia. It could have been anybody. Come on. Okay. Maybe also, my... I
0: guess Road Dog would still technically be NXT. At this think... point, if any member He's... of DX, if any member of DX shows up, it's technically NXT. I think.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I guess so.
0: Um with the exception yeah. of Billy Gunn if Billy Gunn shows up on Monday night Raw then there's an invasion happening <laughs> and it's that AEW would, that would be very
1: very cool. I mean what I, I guess before since I brought up the Saudi Arabia I think it's still interesting to read all the stuff that's coming out about that. Right? Well, about, I don't
0: I mean not I don't know. I don't uh, I don't really know what's what happened
1: there or like they had a backstage meeting before Raw went on the air.
0: Allegedly,
1: who knows? Allegedly, but overall, just very, very interesting. You know. All right. So you got the limo stuff, and then after that, you had uh, opening up with Paul Heyman and uh, the champ Brock Lesnar.
0: Yeah, calling out Rey Mysterio, and then Brock eventually went looking for Rey Mysterio, and later on, got in Jerry Lawler's face, and Dio Madden stepped up. Got F five through the table. I thought it. So, uh huh. Well, no, I was just gonna say I thought it, I thought it would have been cool if uh, Dio actually kind of like fought back.
1: So now is this guy? This guy was on NXT, right? Not on NXT, but like was in he NXT. On, was he a wrestler on NXT? Well,
0: yes, he wrestled in NXT, but not ever. I don't think he ever made his television uh, debut. Okay, but yes, Dio Madden can. He, he did can, house shows though, live events, pal.
1: Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> same, same. But yeah,
0: he could. Yes, he could wrestle. He's like seven feet tall, and he he trained. He was trained by uh, Booker T. Mm. All right, good Which deal. Is, it's that's just like he'd like towered over Brock Lesnar.
1: Yeah, that was kind of a weird uh, visual to see somebody towering over Brock Lesnar.
0: Apparently, he's only 6'7".
1: Who? This other guy? Dio Madden. Yeah. Well, Brock Lesnar is 6'4", allegedly. Allegedly? We
0: don't have to say allegedly with that, I don't think, but...
1: I don't know. (laughs) You never know when they add on an extra inch or two.
0: So, Dio gets put through the uh, commentary table. I thought maybe this was... uh, I thought Lawler was going to get beat up by Brock because there were those rumors that the three-man team, like Jerry Lawler's, not here for long. Hmm. But uh, Dio got put through, and then Rey Mysterio came out and attacked Brock with either a pipe or a bat. I thought it, it was looked a like bat.
1: A, I think it was a pipe. Well, yeah. They, it was a lead
0: pipe. I think it was a... Like, at first, they were calling it a bat, and then they, they they called it a pipe, so... Yeah, they said lead pipe. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I like this attack. I mean, we had, when was the last time we saw Brock Lesnar just uh, crumbled onto the floor?
0: But what, like... For Survivor Series, can you possibly see that being like a, a a a long match between the two of them?
1: Um, it's not going more than ten minutes, if that's what you mean.
0: I I don't see it going. Look at what happened with Kofi Kingston. How could it possibly?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't see it going more than five minutes. Oh, now you're going lower and lower. Yeah, I I don't I I definitely ten minutes, five minutes, debatable, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's less.
0: Well, first match of the evening, we saw Charlotte Flair and Natalya team up again to take on and defeat the champions, Kabuki Warriors. Um, I just have no idea why they're teaming Natty and Flair up to have the champions lose like this.
1: I'm not too sure either. I hate the pairing of Flair and Natalya always together. Like, they
0: they have history together, but they don't mention that. So I don't care to see them as a tag team at all. Like, it's cool to be like, oh, NXT, the very first champion was Charlotte Flair or whatever the the case was. And she, uh, not the very first champion, but Charlotte Flair won the tournament and defeated Natty to become champion. Mm -hmm. Like, that would be cool if they, like, built the history into it. But I don't want to see these two singles wrestlers just
1: tagging up for the I don't know. I I thought no that reason. this match this match was fairly like lame. Um Yeah, it was th- a really long match too. Yeah. I mean the end of the match was awful with Natalia going for the flare tag. That yeah, that and hot she, tag was awful. The hot tag, like it went okay. It went to a commercial break, so they did have to kind of cover up the commercial break. But when they came back, you saw Natalia like she was maybe five inches from Charlotte flair just not moving flair flair was the one in the ring oh yeah flair but she was just not moving oh yeah that's i I don't know
0: i don't know if Kyrie was late
1: or if flair was early it's one or the two had to have happened i didn't think about the flair being early part i thought Kyrie being late but regardless that's one pro wrestling com slash market out um it made if you were invested in this match that just took you out of it. Big time. But yeah. Talking about big time, somebody that's going to be big time, Buddy Murphy picked up the victory over Cedric Alexander. Yeah, good, good match. It was, yeah. Happy um, Buddy
0: Murphy keeps winning. I feel like that's something that I say every week on the podcast.
1: I'm happy that there's no 20, uh, 24-7 championship involvement, which, I mean, yeah, our truth was involved in the last one. But this one really got to showcase what it was all about a little bit more than the spectacle of that championship. Um, And very good match. I love his finisher.
0: Yeah. The best kept secret. Mm -hmm. Also, just to go back for a second, in, in regards to the Kabuki Warriors, it sucks that they went from me having the best match of all of wrestling last week to being put in a match like this, where it was just like... Kind of boring. Yeah.
1: But, Definitely. Uh,
0: yeah, so... But after uh, Buddy Murphy, you had Seth Rollins come out, cut a promo about Brock Lesnar being champion again, saying that he doesn't know if he has the energy to face Brock again and doesn't know what's next for him. So it's like that writes him out of the title scene. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. But, Triple H came out, which had me, uh, had me mark out, and basically offers him a spot in NXT.
1: Yeah, I thought right away when he started talking to him, and nothing was really. I I, I texted you right away. I'm like, "Yo, Roll, Rollins to NXT," or he said something in, in that fashion, and I think that would be would have been such a cool aspect. It, it's I still mean,
0: it's still very possible. He had it. The, look at they the had shield. they had undisputed errors show up and
1: well, before but, tri- but look at the shield and everything. Meaning what? I mean, Seth Rollins turned on the Shield to align with Triple H, right? Everything very,
0: everything is Triple H, yeah,
1: yeah. This would be very similar. I Seth mean, Rollins turns his back on Monday Night Raw to align himself with Triple H once again
0: and Triple H kind of quoted uh, Nexus here by saying you're either with him or against him.
1: Oh, that's where you're all right. Which I didn't last even week to me.
0: Last week we did not mention it on the show and I got a text message from Chris saying I can't believe you didn't mention it and it's because I didn't it didn't register. I was like it sounds familiar, but I don't know why it sounds familiar. Last yeah. week, Triple H quoted the himself when he introduced Xbox to DX. What do you mean? He said, "When you look, when you when you need backup, you look to your family, you look to your blood,
1: ah, uh, you look to your friends,
0: and then eventually says you look to
1: the click." But watch, watch, it's totally unintentional. He just repeated himself. I like, don't it,
0: think so. I think it's very strategically placed that he quotes the time where his version of DX basically forms. And now he's quoting Nexus, which is the bare bones version, the 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 very
1: beginning of NXT. That would be very interesting because that could be the most strategic thing that WWE WWE has done promo wise in a long time. So like I, I feel like so like promo wise, there hasn't been that much thought into strategy. It's just been straightforward where you didn't have to under look into anything outside of Bray Wyatt. But with that, that would be very interesting And those were strategically placed in there. I like that thought process. Very cool. Yeah, so
0: Undisputed Era show up, and the OC come out and chase them off, but uh, Donovan Dijakovic and Damian Priest end up jumping them, as well as Undisputed Era. Nobody touched Seth Rollins, but Hmm. the the Raw roster chased them off, and then uh, later on, Seth Rollins said that if he's going to go to NXT... He's not going to show up as a former champion. He's going to show up as the champion. And that he's going to do what Daniel Bryan could not do. And Triple H is like, challenge accepted. And sets up Adam Cole versus Seth Rollins for the NXT championship. What a bizarre time.
1: I'd say so. I mean, it's definitely one to put the butts in the seats. Because... This entire week, I did not want to step away from WWE TV, you know? I mean, minus SmackDown, I was okay with because we already had the Invasion the week before. Um, But I – yeah, I I find like right now is a great time to get roped back into watching WWE because you don't know what to expect. It's funny. I was
0: thinking like while watching that, it's like this is what they should have in the video game storyline. Like they kind of, they kind of had like an NXT invasion storyline last year, but it was like, um, it was like your created character shows up and invades NXT. And then I, I don't know if they later on invaded like the main roster, but
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I thought like one year they had a a WCW invasion with like Lex Luger, Scotty Steiner, maybe the outsiders.
1: I think, I think invasions are always fun. Yeah, um, a lot of
0: people, like, talk negatively about, like, the invasion and WCW, and I ECW.
1: I thought I was having, like, the time of my life then. Yeah, I don't me, know. Me, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. I'm not against you. Um, I think that it was – I always loved the invasion angles because you never know what will happen next. You don't know who's going to appear. And when they appear, it's a huge markout. It could be anybody. But the fact that it's an evasion – it just brings it up a notch.
0: I thought it would be cool if Jerry Lawler went to NXT and cut one of those promos that he did in ECW huh. to
1: that like would be trash that would be, NXT. That would be interesting, but I like what they... I know you guys already recorded the Wednesday Night Wars, but the OC, I thought was a great invasion. Yeah. Um, but next up, you had... Oh, well, um, did you, you mention Backstage? Yeah, that. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, next up, you have Andrade and Zelina Vega. Pick up the victory over Sin Cara and Carolina. It's Catalina. Uh, no, no, it's Carolina. No,
0: no. The way you pronounce it is Carolina. Catalina. I know. There's no way around it. It's Catalina. No, it's like that country song, dude. No, it's Car- there's no... Carolina. Literally, there's no way around it. It's Catalina. There's no...
1: If, no, if, that's I mean... How, if, that's
0: how... I guarantee you it, that's it, how you it, would it. say it.
1: It's no, got, it, Car- it, Catalina. I am going to write this on pe- a piece of paper. I said it last week, and I did not do this. I'm writing it on a piece of paper. I'm going to have uh, some of my patients read it and see what they say. Because a car, caro is car. It's not cat. It's not Cato. Whatever, man. No, it's not car. But not that they're plan-o.
0: literally calling her
1: Catalina. Well, they they are mistaken. They are mistaken. No bueno. But um. What, you, look at this song. Look at a, this
0: song, "Caramia." It's "Catamia." Ka- what? The song "Caramia"? That like we say "Caramia" or whatever.
1: "Caramia."
0: It's "Catamia." No, again. it's not. That's "Mamma Mia." My. I'm talking about Jay and the Americans. Oh yeah, I love that song. You definitely know "Catamia."
1: "Caramia." That one? Close, ish. Sure. Should I go up a pitch? Uh, no. Okay. No, what, <laughs> no. What have you thought about Carolina's uh, wrestling? It, dude, movie?
0: seriously, it, say Catalina. Because if they're calling her Catalina, then her name is Catalina. It's a champa
1: situation. You're throwing out the champa situation? Yes, 100%. You can't, you're going to champ me on this? Yeah. Well, I guess if you're going to... Has she done a promo? No, but still, that's what they're calling her. I mean... I've noticed Champa is doing promos a lot more, and he's saying he started saying his name Champa.
0: Yeah, which I still don't understand why the NXT crowd says Champa. I don't get that either. (laughs) It's like they they say Daddy Daddy Champa. Why not just say Daddy Champa?
1: Like, yeah, I I still find that really weird and hilarious.
0: But in regards to Catalina, I think she might be working
1: a bit slower than WWE was hoping for. Catalina is. uh, in my opinion, I think she's. I don't. Is she, was she out of shape when she came in? Like when she was signed, I don't know. I mean, I she seems. Out I, don't of think, shape. I, don't I don't think. I think don't think she's don't know, like, like, out of shape. I just think she's just work. She just works slow. Well, that's the thing. The working slow, I I relate to out of shape and get being gassed or something. I mean, it just it's very. No, I it's, think it's. it's not I even think adult.
0: it's a slower paced style of wrestling.
1: But that it's not like WWE productive.
0: signed somebody who, who and they put her into like a luchador style storyline but maybe she doesn't work that style of wrestling.
1: I mean, but it's not like a Charlotte Charlotte Flair thought process where every single thing is thought out before you do the move. With her it's just it's just slow paced Um I yeah,
0: don't I don't think, I don't know I don't think I it's it. out of shape. I think it's just a different style of wrestling that she's like now put into another
1: I'm not a big fan of it, and I think it's kind of weird that Sin Cara and Catalina have not, Catalina have not gotten the upper hand really on Vega or Andrade. I yeah, mean, this I don't, upper, I didn't get that either. Like, this is already two weeks in a. Um, well, it's
0: it's a, really it's only one week in a one week for her as far as. Like, okay, so yeah, yes, so in two, two
1: weeks. I mean, but last week, last week, uh, right? Yeah, last oh, week last Andrade week was solo, right?
0: Yeah, it was Andrade week. and Sinkara.
1: Okay, so last week I was surprised that Sinkara didn't pick up the victory with her help. And this week I'm surprised that I'm surprised well, that Well, to be fair, Andrade had cheated last week. Of course, but even still I, I, I was waiting for Car- uh Catalina to like knock Andrade's boot off the rope and then for Sincara to get a quick roll up when he was yelling at Catalina. Or did you he, know so...
0: did they also cheat again?
1: For this week? Yeah. I don't think so. Zelina Vega got the pin. Yeah, Zelina Vega hit her, um, her Karana move, I think. it's Zel- Zelina Vega, I am, con- I continue to be very impressed with her, uh, entering abilities. It's, I really, really would love to see her, um, either break off from Andrade, which I don't want to see really. So I'm going to take that back. But I want to see her break off into a singles action at some point because I think that she's very talented, but it, yeah, I, I you just got to let her, I guess, grow more. I don't know. It's cool that um, I think it, like
0: just over a year ago they had uh, Evolution at the Nassau Coliseum, and she almost won that Battle Royal. But uh, here she actually picks up the victory,
1: and she's she's a great heel. Um, yeah, and she like even,
0: she cut that promo before the match.
1: Yeah, and like you said with uh, Evolution, I believe that she almost won because she hid underneath the ring, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... But
0: in regards to this match, though, the uh, the crowd, I think, was kind of dead. Yeah, hot and tech, I, never. And there's, there's no
1: real reason for them to be caring about Catalina. No, there's... She's still, to us, she's still a nobody. You know, like, they haven't given us a storyline, a backstory to her, where why is... Catalina helping Sinkara. What's the connection? Who is she? Who is she to Sinkara? Is there a backstory to Catalina and Zelina Vega? Is there a backstory to Catalina and Andrade? We don't know any of this, so there's really no connection to this storyline. And that's what's lacking. Um, Uh, Next, next
0: Rusev was in the ring uh, basically saying Lana's all Lashley's and then challenged Lashley to a fight with uh, very weird wording. And, uh, then Lashley came out on crutches with Lana, and Lana announced that somebody had volunteered to step up and face Rusev in Lashley's
1: place. That being... Yep, because Lashley, unfortunately, pulled yes. his brain muscle during, uh, sexual activities. During,
0: uh, coitus. <laughs> yes. But it was Drew McIntyre that stepped up, and, uh, then Rusev ends up defeating McIntyre via disqualification, but, uh... Lashley yeah. got Lashley ends up getting involved And then Rusev gets the upper hand Orton comes out of nowhere Hits the RKO You got mm-hmm. Ricochet making that save And drop he, kicked Lashley into Lana
1: The RKO was kind of I mean you saw the RKO because of the camera cut It didn't cut in time But I, I like the aspect that Randy Orton maintained his alliance To uh, I thought it was kind of dumb
0: Hmm like, why are we still Team Flair versus Team Hoganing?
1: Yeah. Well, hey, maybe Randy Orton is trying to rope uh, one of them into his uh, alliance with Revival.
0: More important, well, he's clearly got no more alliance with Revival since they're on different brands. But Uh-oh. now more than ever should Triple H be trying to get Randy Orton to go to NXT and NXT should have Randy Orton or Orton should go to NXT. Rather, I should say it all just makes so much sense.
1: It's funny when we were younger, I guess when Randy Orton was coming up, like he always seemed like such a, like a guy where you just didn't want to be around just because of all the stories. But now as he like became a father and everything like that, he's more, he seems more chill and more of that person that you wanted, like, if you were going to have a hangout with a superstar, it could end up being Randy Orton. And I'd become a bit, like, my fandom, I was a huge fan of him when he was younger. And then I kind of fell off um, when he would, like, during, after the championship time, like, after Rated uh, RKO. And now I'm a big fan of Randy Orton again. I wouldn't say I'm, like... A, f- a fan, uh, like I
0: still think it's boring, but if he went to NXT, man, I'd be like, I've been saying that for years. Oh, yeah, and now, know. and now more than ever, it makes sense for him to go to NXT. Yeah, no, evolution and everything, and his friendship with Triple H, even though they had that one weird match at whatever pay per view
1: it was. It, w- it would be funny if, like, Seth Rollins is about to accept Triple H's offer. Like, he goes to shake his hand, and then out of nowhere, interrupting the handshake is an RKO. That would be kind Uh... of cool. But next up, backstage, you had Becky Lynch cutting a promo on Shayna Baszler. I mean, it was a face-to-face interview, I guess. Well, it wasn't intentionally that. I mean, originally, it was just Becky Lynch talking to the camera uh, to be interviewed. Well, no, she was talking to... uh, Who's the woman? It's Shayna Baszler. No, no, no. She was being interviewed before that. And then... What? Yeah, then Shayna Baszler came into the frame. And I thought that this was awesome. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't originally... So Becky Lynch was either talking to the camera, uh, cutting a promo, or she was being interviewed by uh, uh, Charlie. Um, I don't remember they... that at all. She was. It was a sit-down interview. No, 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 but that's the thing. Then Shayna Baszler came into the frame because you only saw her legs and you saw the championship belt of her standing. And then she goes ahead, and I believe that's where Charlie moved or she just sat in the open seat next to her, and then they were face-to-face. And I was marking out for this. Even It was all backstage, but I was marking out for this, and I thought Shayna Baszler, she needed to deliver a good promo because I... Don't think, in my opinion, I don't know if we've seen a really good Shayna Baszler promo, but this promo backstage, this segment sold me. I was a huge fan of this. What did you think?
0: Yeah, it's good hype for Survivor Series. I like they both mentioned Bailey.
1: And I like they both were like, you know what? Bailey, I'm not focused on her. I'm focused on you. And I like that they took it back to that Ronda Rousey aspect too.
0: Yeah. Saying, I'm not Ronda Rousey.
1: Yeah. Does this mean that can we see Bailey pick up the victory because she's the one? She's not the focus. I think she, out of everyone, is the one that needs the victory the most. I think that they could be so focused on each other that that may be their uh, big distraction from Bailey. Bailey could pick up the victory, and it would play a factor with Bailey's current character with not really having that opportunity and everything. So it could make sense. Yeah. Uh next match you saw the OC take on Umberto Carrillo and the Street Profits funny promo which, before the match?
0: Yes. But I thought I you didn't think that, but I think this match went on too long. And I, I think and I think I might feel like that due to the match before being so long and ending with a DQ. I
1: thought that I don't know. I think I was energized from the promo before not from the uh Curio and Street Profits but from, from like Shayna Baszler. Yeah, Baszler kind of energized me. And then going into this uh, Curio, I was surprised of how deep of a voice he had. <laughs> I was not like expecting a a low key kind of a voice. But I would not say low key kind of kind of. Uh... That's what I'm tossing the kind of out there. But I I'm I guess I'm a big fan of the Street Profits Curio he's cool but i gotta see more of curio well that's but, if you watched
0: 205 live you would have seen more of him
1: yeah he hit that, yeah, that incredible I, I like
0: moonsault that was halfway across the ring
1: yeah i i, I, I thought that was that this awesome was, this was a good match and then aj um,
0: styles wins with his feet on the rope so i'm thinking maybe the next u.s champion could be umberto curio
1: I think why not? And I could see AJ Styles being the kind of person to put over the younger talent like that. Um yeah, I think that's a great idea. But Next it's step-
0: but it's like how if they're going to war, mm-hmm. that being the OC and like brand supremacy, et cetera, mm-hmm. you have the the uh Gallows and Anderson are the best tag team in the world, and does AJ Styles need a, a title for for that?
1: No, I don't think he needs a title for that. I mean, the he could be self-proclaimed. I mean, he's the face that runs the place. I mean, he could self-proclaim himself as something, and that should be good enough. I mean, the OC in itself is a large name, in my opinion.
0: And then who knows? Like, we don't even know what's happening because NXT, you got Finn Balor looking like they're working side by side. I don't,
1: that's the thing. I, I totally marked out for that moment on NXT because I was just like, wait, is Balor OC or are they just like common ground?
0: Like it ends with the two sweet and Balor's across from Balor. I mean, across from yeah. uh, AJ, he's got the, the guns pointed.
1: Yeah, it was very, very much a mark out moment. And I think that you can't rule out AJ Styles aligning himself. With uh, AJ in a matter, but Do you, you I, mean it, Finn s- Balor. Yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> AJ aligning with AJ Styles.
1: <laughs> Swerve, but yeah, good deal. Next up, you had the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, taking on and defeating in a one hell of a close match, uh, the East Hampton Polo Boys, almost picking up the victory there.
0: No. Like, when <laughs> when they're on Long Island and they're at the Coliseum and they do something like this, do you think people know what East Hampton is? Of course. Yeah. Like, that's like a worldwide thing that people know, like, oh, the Hamptons.
1: Yeah, I think that it's, it's very well known. But I also think that it's one of those local uh, things that get people cheap heat. Because nobody likes nobody East likes <laughs> Exactly. It's, it's cheap. <laughs> I mean it's it's pure cheap heat. Um kind of like using the Chicago Cubs uh in the other match. Yeah. But you it was know, it, it was
0: cool to see uh Bobby Wayward and Nikos Rikos on TV.
1: Yeah, from uh Russell Pro. Um but yeah, very very cool to see them on, on TV and Viking Raiders picking up that victory.
0: Yeah. I couldn't I literally I was shocked to see Wayward's hair like that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But next up, the main event of the evening, Seth Rollins picking up the victory over the NXT champion, Adam Cole, but it was by DQ. Yeah. And like, it was still so surreal to see
0: Seth Rollins versus Adam Cole. Like it was cool to see Cole versus Daniel Bryan last week. Mm -hmm. It's just like, this is, this is interesting. This is what I want to watch.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then you hear Adam Cole's wrestling with a fractured wrist.
0: Yeah. You
1: no, know? uh, And you got to give him a ton of credit for that one. But this match was exciting, especially because you didn't know which way it could end up. But it did end up in being a DQ because I, I feel like the DQ finish is probably the safer bet. Because also it preserves that entire uh, what side is Rollins on.
0: What do you think the end of Chris Jericho versus Cody Rhodes will be? A clean finish or a DQ? (laughs) I'm
1: going to say imitation. I don't even know what the matches are for tonight. Well, that's
0: one match. Are you going to Chris's?
1: Yeah. Yep, yep. But, yeah. Seth Rollins picking up the victory. Huge, pure six brawl after... uh, well, Undisputed error jumped Seth Rollins, and then the Raw roster ran
0: out, made that save. And then you had the additions from uh, earlier, you had Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, Champa. I believe Pete Dunn was out there.
1: Yeah, Pete Dunn, uh, Dijak. Dijakovic. Uh, D- yeah. Yeah, well, uh-huh. that's what I meant from people like, from
0: earlier, I believe, Dijakovic well, uh, oh, and Damian uh,
1: Priest. Damian Priest.
0: But uh, Ricochet hits that that springboard shooting star press onto everybody outside, and then Followed by uh, Keith Lee hitting that diving senton to close Raw just in time.
1: Just in time, like if Keith Lee stalled for another two seconds, that was gonna get cut. Yeah, like I w- I was actually very nervous for him as like a wrestler and a person because I'm like watching this and you see the time and they actually had the logo appear just when he was like teasing that he's gonna go fly uh, soaring to the outside. So you knew that it was about to cut, and it cut right after he hit the, uh, right after he landed to the outside, it cut the feed, and I was just like, oh, he he got so, because that's a huge moment for him, uh, for his career. Yeah. So if that if that cut if that got cut, that would have been devi- that wouldn't have been devastating. But that, I would have felt bad for him as a person because that's kind of like a huge moment.
0: Yeah. Uh, moving over to SmackDown, uh, it's funny because when I when I watch wrestling, normally I give like fifteen minutes or so that I have the the channel on before uh-huh. before the show actually comes on. So I'm sitting there just uh, on the computer with USA Network on, and it pops up saying up next Captain America. I'm like, what? Where's SmackDown? (laughs)
1: That's funny.
0: I was like, oh, damn. I completely forgot. SmackDown's on Fox. That was just like one of those moments. Yeah. But, uh, and it also, it's, I had very, very low expectations for this episode of SmackDown because it was taped. And normally taped episodes of SmackDown suck or taped episodes of Raw suck.
1: Yeah, the UK, it just, that's just the way it is.
0: But Baron Corp, and I think they only, I think they, Piped in booze one time uh, On this whole show Okay, But Baron Corbin opens it up to At first put Roman Reigns over Then he basically trashes him for not being there Which is weird He was like trashing him for like granting a wish Mm -hmm. But it was about a 10 minute segment Of just Corbin making fun of Roman Reigns When Reigns uh, finally arrived later on uh, Shorty G ratted him out
1: Messed up Yeah
0: but uh, first match of the evening, it, also before we say that even, Baron Corbin, I think, has really, like, come into his own
1: and just completely, like, changed. And But this is also, pre- re- we predicted this. Like, he has so many accolades to his name, and he's at such a young career still. Um, and for so many accolades, every time he gets a new na- uh, moniker he successfully runs with it. I wonder so, if he's going to like
0: eventually call himself the real big dog
1: or something. I he could run with it, you know? From the Andre the Giant tournament to Mo, defeating Battle Royal. Battle oil to sorry, yeah. Battle Royal to Kurt Angle. He has always uh, to see uh, uh, what is it? COO or general manager, whatever he was. Every single thing he has successfully uh, used in in a storyline so for him to be King Corbin and run with it, I am not surprised. I expect this, but I'm actually, I'm really happy to see it play out in this fashion.
0: Yeah. Uh, next, the very first match of the evening was for the Tag Team Championships, which I kind of, I would have to maybe assume that maybe last week we were supposed to see this. Why? Well, we were we were 100% supposed to see New Day versus Revival for the Tag Team titles. I don't know if we were supposed to see the same outcome but New Day ends up picking up the victory becoming the tag team champions but it just kind of sucks because I was really looking forward to seeing Revival versus Undisputed Era versus uh Viking Raiders at Survivor um, Series like that was for me like a huge <laughs> match that I was looking forward to for Survivor Series cuz it's like the match the, the takeover match we never had okay
1: I could see that because I, I all of like...
0: three of those tag teams have killed it on a takeover. That's multiple true. takeovers. Very true. So it's just I'm like very disappointed that I assume New Day will now be placed in that match. Mhm. So mm-hmm. I don't, whatever, but uh yeah, yeah congrats yeah. to New Day. It's cool that uh it's yeah. like when you look at New Day's career, they'll probably get into the Hall of Fame as like New Day, a group, yeah, as opposed to Kofi Kingston getting in by himself.
1: Yeah, they'll probably. Although be New Day.
0: you know, I don't know. Maybe there's, I don't know, man. There, could, I think there's an argument there for singles for for Kofi Kingston and as a whole
1: as New Day. Um, I would give, I would space it all out though. You know, I'm always that person where you know my take on it. I'd rather. The more recent. I I don't see Kofi
0: Kingston getting inducted in 2020.
1: Yeah, but I'm talking like 15 to 20 years. I think everything should wait. I don't even think. Or 10 to 20 years. Uh, Yeah, I will. But yeah, yeah, next up you had Heavy Machinery hit the ring for action, but they weren't the only ones hitting the ring. Imperium hit the ring and hit it hard, taking out Heavy Machinery. It's really cool because. I Yes,
0: I, I ended up, after the fact, WWE had posted, spoiler alert, uh, major title change or whatever. So mm-hmm. it was okay that I didn't see that and I didn't go into it expecting New Day to win. And then here, I did not see any spoilers whatsoever about this show. So it was I- cool because I wasn't expecting the UK brand of NXT to be involved in this invasion angle at all.
1: I, I got spoiled.
0: Yeah, I didn't see that at all. So I was, I, I was like, I was blown away that Imperium showed
1: up. Wait, no, I didn't get spoiled. I just didn't watch it live. So expected, but heard the cool SmackDown roster
0: chase them off?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, I, and also, when I say the NXT UK brand, I know uh, Rhea Ripley is involved with the uh, women's division, but she's on like NXT TV like weekly, so. Although, so, I mean, Imperium here and there, they're on the, the NXT program as well. So, but I guess I just, I, for some reason, I wasn't expecting NXT UK to be like big
1: into this invasion. But here they are. Big Walter here would be a, a
0: great tag, uh, team member for NXT.
1: Yeah. Next up, you yeah, had Banks and Bailey uh, being interviewed.
0: Yeah, uh, about uh, Becky and Baszler's promo on Raw. And Bailey brought it up how. It was really her and Sasha Banks who put NXT's women's division on the map. And I'm thinking maybe we could see Sasha Banks and Bayley on NXT next week. Pay a visit to uh, Shayna Baszler.
1: I was actually surprised not to see a woman invasion on NXT take place. So, yeah, next week seems very likely in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Uh, Next up, you had Cesaro teaming with Nakamura. Defeating Ali and Shorty G um, earlier in the night, Sami Zayn asked Daniel Bryan to, uh, I guess, join his cause and come out. Maybe watch the match. Um, which I think would be a really cool stable. Like, if like Daniel Bryan, Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, Sami Zayn, and maybe more, like maybe they could like band together to go
1: against too
0: many. Well, what do you mean, too many?
1: Too many. Why are you incorporating Cesaro in there? He's in this. No, it was. He's, would, it he's would...
0: now a Sami Zayn guy.
1: Yeah, but I. But why would they all band together?
0: Well, right now the three of them are together. So if they're inviting one more person with them, then they
1: would all band together. Mm. I don't. Know. I, I think could it see was, I would... G. Ali, and D. D- Bry.
0: Well. I mean, that could be a possibility as well to go three-on-three,
1: I mean, three, but I... Well, they're, 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 they're the smaller characters. Yeah, but uh, Daniel, short, Bryan, short
0: Daniel Bryan comes from the same place Cesaro and Sami Zayn come from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And add Nakamura into that, I think it'd be awesome to have them go up against, like, oh, by the way, like, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, they're fighting for brand supremacy. We don't care about brand supremacy. We just want to be, like... We, we want to be on top. We're top guys or whatever without stealing the revival, of course. But
1: Yeah, no, too many people. I would never, ever, ever clump Shorty G, Ali, D. Bright in with Shinsuke, Cesaro, and What are you talking
0: Zim. about? Why are you including Ali and Shorty G right now? I'm not including well, them. Well, who are you talking about? I, thought you I said literally Shorty... said Nakamura, Cesaro, Sami Zayn, and Daniel Bryan. Oh. uh, You can. They're already clumped together, the three of them. Sami Zayn invited Daniel Bryan to join them. Mm-hmm. All right. This was Cesaro's, by the way, first win on the main roster since July.
1: Oh, sucks to suck. Well, but not next you, up you, you had... actually believe he sucks. No, not at all. Next up, Sasha Banks picked the victory over Nikki Cross. Um, New theme song alert, which yeah. I'm
0: pretty sure uh, it's the same... Theme song that Sasha Banks had at WrestleMania when Snoop Dogg did it live, but it's just the recorded version. So I pop big time for that. I hope for this to be on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Much better heel uh, intro music than Bailey has. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bailey was on commentary here, which I liked when uh, Nikki Cross attacked Bailey. Then grabbed the headset, put it on, talk trash, couldn't understand it for anything. But Bailey then eventually gets up and like cleans it off and tried to get a new headset before putting it back on. I thought that was funny. Yeah. And then, uh, Shayna Baszler attacked Bailey after the match and definitely
1: didn't see that one coming.
0: And, uh, Sasha Banks chased her off. So that's, I'm, I really do think we will be seeing that next week on NXT i agree with you backstage you had Sami Zayn talking to daniel bryan and the lights flickered and they paused but i thought nothing of it then the lights eventually just turned off with the and came back on it was all red and the fiend was there i stupidly for some reason thought it was boogeyman at first no i swear to god i thought it was boogeyman i was so confused Oh God! I I don't know why I do. I literally have no idea why I thought it was Boogeyman, but
1: yeah, that's yeah. No. It was like
0: it wasn't like oh my God! I think that's Boogeyman for like five minutes. It was literally like half a split second.
1: Yeah, no. But
0: uh, <laughs> the fiend ends up taking out Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn. I thought it was funny. He ran off, but uh, I guess he continues the tour of of victims or, or whatever. I don't know his apology tour twenty nineteen.
1: I guess so. I, I mean, like that's... I don't know,
0: I don't know who's next, but I guess this is this. Maybe Daniel Bryan is. I don't know who's
1: Debry's the next feud. I'm assuming. Which, I mean, I guess Fiend is gonna pick up the victory over DeBry. Yeah, but...
0: I, I just I don't know. I, I can't I, I can't see Daniel Bryan in the same sort of match as Seth Rollins was in. Like have... the, where it's like finisher, 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 finisher. Although if there's anybody to to have that, it it would be Daniel Bryan because he does like the repeating drop kicks to the corner and stuff. So, yeah, and then all the it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Up next, though, you had Tyson Fury come out to a huge hometown pop, calling out Braun Strowman, and then they agreed that the next time they're in the ring together, it'll be as a tag team, which led the B team to come out. Axel, I thought was really funny. He goes, "We're stupid enough to challenge you." And uh, they both took the B-team out. But maybe, maybe, maybe at WrestleMania we're going to see Braun Strowman team up with Tyson Fury to take on one big show and Shaquille O'Neal.
1: And, you know, (laughs) once again, Braun Strowman stuck in gimmicks. Yes, yeah, well. Stuck in gimmicks. I, I feel bad for Braun Strowman, you know. The dude should have been champion for a long time. And every time WrestleMania comes around, he gets stuck with a gimmick, gimmick match. But But
0: I'd be, you know what? I'd be fine with that, though, because, like, everybody wants their WrestleMania moment. Look how many he's getting.
1: Yeah, I'm good. I'd rather him leave as champion. Well. Next up, you had Carmella and Dana Brooke. Pick up the victory over Fire and Desire.
0: This was the match that was supposed to happen last week that uh Bianca Belair took uh Carmella and Dana Brooke out, but uh, this was Dana Brooke's first TV win since you want to guess.
1: Um, I'll go with November 2017, it was April
0: 2018. Oh, but so close. Prior to that, I think it was April 2017. Hey. But Dana was very impressive in this. She's like she's like somebody that everybody slept on because she wasn't like great when she came up to the main roster.
1: You, you mean you mean she wasn't good when she came up to the main roster,
0: right? But years went by, and it, it literally April two thousand eighteen, April two thousand seventeen were the last wins. She improved very much, though. So.
1: Yeah, I I agree with that. She had but... that.
0: She like at one point during the match, she did like a twisting jump off the uh, the ring apron to evade Sonya Deville, and mm-hmm. then took her out with like a front drop. I don't know if it was a front drop kick or like a running knee sort of situation mm-hmm. that Debray does, but it was it's really good. I just I, it was the the finish was. Uh, I was expecting her to do her normal swanton, mm-hmm. but it was just like a senton, I guess, but or not a rolling senton. But nah. my question for this match is: Should it have had an NXT involvement, some sort of NXT involvement here?
1: No, I don't think so. You you had it earlier with Shane Baszler. Basler, um, you had it last week with Belair. I don't think necessary. I think that this one's okay to have a clean, uh, clean finish. I just
0: thought it was kind of uh, kind of a, a, a slow match, but I guess Plus, Carmella uh, and Dana Brooke are going to be on. Uh, I don't know if they're doing just women like main like not main roster but Raw SmackDown versus NXT or if they're doing mm-hmm. Raw SmackDown Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT, but they have Sasha Banks and Carmella and Dana Brooke confirmed for the team.
1: Well, one of the things I think too is you don't want to expect an NXT invasion after every match, so well, I, I like yeah. the fact that it, like it slow cooks it and like you think that. Like you went, and you think that maybe NXT should have involved, maybe they could have involved in this. So the entire match, you're like, is it going to happen? Is it not? And then it doesn't happen. And it kind of like puts it down a little bit. I like that. Oh. Got to simmer.
0: Up next, the main event saw King Corbin defeat Roman Reigns, where uh, Dolph Ziggler and, and Robert Roode came out during it, got involved behind the referee's back. You had.
1: Uh, I keep on forgetting about them.
0: Yeah, well, you had Dolph Ziggler prevent Roman Reigns from hitting the Superman punch on Baron Corbin, which um, Bob uh, Robert Roode was distracting the referee at that point. And then he takes out, takes out Ziggler, hits the Superman punch on Robert Roode. Ziggler then gets in the ring. Ref doesn't really do anything, but Roman Reigns takes him out with a spear. And then Corbin easily hits the end of days to win.
1: I'm totally cool with that. Baron Corbin, King Corbin, uh, picking up a huge victory over Roman Reigns. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm very excited to see what else is going to happen with King Corbin. And I think that overall, SmackDown was, uh, it was fun. For, yeah. for a UK it's event. Which
0: very, very, like I said before, very surprising yeah for a UK event
1: I thought that it was I just anything... think in general
0: as a smackdown it was fun
1: yeah it wasn't anything over the top but it wasn't awful now I just I have to was... hope
0: now I just have to hope for Monday that I don't get spoiled what do you mean? Well because it's gonna be on in it's UK, the UK as well yeah
1: oh no why oh no I'm getting spoiled for sure well just don't look. Yeah, I know. When when do they record? It's on, like, when does it start recording? Uh, I don't I'm know. Just, I'm just th- avoiding wrestling. Uh, Maybe 1 p.m.? All right. Sounds good. Well, that is uh, all of our sports entertainment. And, uh, hey, Brandon, you got any shout-outs? The Goldbergs gets the first shout out. You're familiar with the show, right? That I am, and I heard a lot of build up to this uh, this episode.
0: It was all about well, not all about, but half the episode was about WrestleMania four, and uh, Hulk Hogan was on it. But it like it, I think this was like the first episode where I was taken out of the situation because like normally it's like on November 9th, 1980 something. So they were November something talking about WrestleMania four, which took place in probably April or March. Oh
1: no Wait. Okay. Continue.
0: But they were talking about getting tickets to it, which they, they got, well, they kind of got tickets to it, but, uh, and then they actually went to it. So it was like, it took me out. Cause like, it's not going to be an episode about months later.
1: But it was, you would think that somebody cool. you would think that somebody would say something and be like hey yo uh wrestling Well in- I'm sure
0: well, well no I'm sure the creator is clearly a huge wrestling fan. We've seen I mean Goldberg's on the show.
1: Ultimate Warrior, we've seen him uh well we haven't seen him but we've heard Ultimate Warrior be brought up uh, on the show before. Yeah, so the, yeah, Adam Goldberg's clearly a huge wrestling fan. So I'm surprised that they Maybe, maybe you were supposed to think that months passed.
0: I I don't know because the other storyline was like the day of sort of thing.
1: Uh but yeah,
0: we, I still enjoyed the episode. It was cool to see Hulk Hogan on it as Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Goldberg is, I believe, going to be on it next week again. He, uh,
1: he so is who's a reoccur-
0: He's a reoccurring character. He's the coach's brother. Okay. Also a coach, but. Uh, that's uh, the first shout out next up is the wonderful wonderful world of Disney presents the Little mermaid did you see that at all I did not I thought it was really cool and well done it was like half animated film half live action mm-hmm. and uh I thought Queen Latifah I thought was really good as Ursula
1: that's what everybody was uh, speaking about like on uh what is it not Ryan Ryan and Kelly and stuff like on the news because I usually Ryan, watch Ryan and satin just kidding. I usually watch the news before I go to work, and on the news they kept on touting uh Queen Latifa. Also, so. uh Ryan and Kelly is not the news. <laughs> no, no, no. But Ryan and Kelly is one of the morning shows that uh
0: air. But uh Ali was really good as uh Ariel too. I
1: heard that they were missing the two eels though.
0: No, well they were there in in cartoon form at oh. least. Oh, Gotcha. I I know everybody was like, oh my God, that flounder was the creepiest thing I've ever seen. I didn't see it. Very cool. All right. But, uh, yeah, so you could check that out. Uh, and then the last shout out goes to the mighty ducks franchise, which I, uh, recently like watched D three. And it's like, which I guess people say is the worst one of the the series, but I thought it's, I think they're, they're really good films. And, uh, Apparently they might be doing a reboot series on Disney Plus. But I... I would like to see a fourth movie with the original cast. Like they're all in their 40s now but <laughs> <laughs> like they're, there's they're there's room like
1: they're playing in like a an elderly PAL league or something like that. <laughs> elderly? I don't think elderly, but a bit middle age. No, they
0: could they could be like a like a reunion of sorts type of thing, and then like their
1: their kids do do ducks stuff. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you have a new squad, and then it's not till the end of the movie that like they have like the par- like a, a parents come in to watch a game, and you see that it's all the children from. Uh, the original cast I think that might be too predictable eh, it's Disney though Wow, well, I don't know Disney Plus, I mean Disney Plus is something to be keep keep your eyes on Yeah, it's less than I mean,
0: two, it's in two days Mm-hmm
1: Or very like exciting. three days, actually Three days Yeah, very exciting Yeah, well. but
0: those are my shout-outs Now it's time for Our that is right our mark out moment of the week i'm gonna have to say triple h coming out to offer seth Rollins a spot in nxt and then all the nxt invasion stuff
1: yeah i i definitely agree with that um huge mark out moments all around um another mark out moment for me was jonathan cena on uh Ryan and Kelly, oh I, there was many shows you
0: could have picked him to be on because I know he was on Kelly Clarkson with his actual oh, brother, I
1: believe. and he was no on way. He was on I'm late just, night
0: with Seth Myers, which I watched last night. I would never asleep. watch
1: Seth would never watch Seth Myers. I so fell asleep
0: during that. but uh, I would watch
1: Kelly Clarkson before Seth Meyer Myers. yeah, well, but yeah, no, Jonathan Cena was he's, uh, he's making not...
0: the rounds for his doom movie. Uh, and
1: he's so he's so good He's so fire jumpers I don't know but he's he's so good and so well spoken and I find like John Cena is totally on that Mount Rushmore uh and I feel like there's really gonna be no nobody in modern day is going to touch what John Cena uh has been able to do or at least not right now oh it's playing with fire by the way yeah but yeah, there's
0: there's no there's no comparison to him to anybody like no. There's he, not gonna be like there's nobody gonna come close to John Cena in like
1: years maybe. I mean, you could easily make arguments that John Cena is better than had a better career than The Rock. You can make all these all these arguments are all valid. You could say that he's goat. He is really he is the bar of what you want to reach in pro wrestling. He's the face of WWE. He's only he's He's a purebred. Really? He's the face of pro wrestling. Yeah. But he's also a purebred like the undertaker where he never went anywhere else. He was just purely WWE and just really, uh, unbelievable. And the fact that like in the spotlight, he hasn't crumbled. He hasn't had anything really tarnish his name. Um, yeah, and and he's, he's slowly building up towards that Hollywood level of the rock. Yeah, it's very interesting. And he's just such a well liked person. Um, he's so charitable with his make a wish foundation with how he's granted more wishes than anybody in the, yeah um, in the in, world. In the world. Yeah. Uh, he's, he just donated $500,000 to first responders in California Um, The stuff that John Cena is doing is just unbelievable. So I feel like uh, as a pro wrestler, sure, you may not like him. But as a person, as a human, I think he's top notch. You know? But, yeah, so John Cena I marked out for big time. Um, Anything else for you? That Basically, that's it.
0: Yeah. Well that's all folks yeah that's our markout moment of the week that is episode four hundred and fifty seven check us out marking out dot com pro wrestling t slash marking out facebook slash marking out youtube slash marking out eleven Instagram.com dot slash marking out eleven at marking out at chrissweendog at dave the rave underscore m o at b t t g one six one and we wish you the, the-
1: luck in your future endeavor